0: Hey everybody, this is Steve And uh, this is Andy And this is Steve and Andy meet Batman in World's Finest, number 154 Alright, we're back Season 3 is well underway Or it is underway, it's not really yeah, well. this
1: is. Yeah, this is Is this the first episode of Season 3 or was Jim Beard the first episode?
0: Um, I think we should count Jim Beard as the first episode, why not?
1: All right, so this is the second one.
0: So basically what we're doing now, if uh, anyone remembers, what we did, we did before was we were going through sequentially of every episode of season three of the 1966 Batman TV series and uh, just talking about those. And that, that wears on you after a while, right? It does, just, yeah, it really does. So for uh, this, now that we're back, we decided we're gonna mix it up a little bit. Every once in a while we'll uh, talk about a comic book we decided to go with World's Finest Comics, because you, you can't get any better than the World's Finest, right? Well, it's in the name, World's Finest. <laughs> so, uh, these comics, I, I you know, they were popular in the 60s, and they featured Batman, well, and... Well, you know, actually, the, the series ran from, like, the 40s to, like, the 1980s. It was a, actually a very
1: long-running series.
0: Yeah, that's true. I guess I... It has been around a while. We're talking about 154, and I think... This issue is in the 60s, so yeah, it has yeah, been around. Yeah, it's December
1: 1965, and it ran, like I said, until the 80s. And if you think about it, the current running Superman Batman comic book is essentially World's Finest, just with a different
0: title. Yeah, so World's Finest just features these crazy team ups of Batman and Superman, and they're usually pretty funny, and uh, they're a lot of fun. So we decided <laughs> to, let, why not? Let's do these every once in a while to just. Now, why did we start with 154, though? <laughs> we just decide. I'm not going through all of these. There's no way I can handle that. There's no way. So it was just... so
1: so random. One hundred and fifty four. It's not even like we started at one hundred or one hundred <laughs> well, we and fifty. Just...
0: Well, <laughs> and it's and we're
1: starting in December of nineteen sixty five. Again, it's not even like we're starting in January sixty five or January sixty six.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, we just. I like this cover, so we thought, let's go with this one. It's, it. Is it, looks really it, is, it is a good cover. It is. Are movie. you ready to get into this issue? Yeah, let's do it. All right, this is World's Finest Comics, number 154.
1: Yes, it's the, like we've previously stated, the December 1965 issue. Uh, the script was by Edmund Hamilton, and the pencils by were by uh, Kurt Swan.
0: So this issue is titled, uh, the main story is called The Sons of Superman and Batman, and the, the cover is just really... I this is why we picked it. It's just really funny. You have Batman and and Superman kind of swooping in um, on a playground, and their sons are on the teeter totter. Se- yeah, yeah, the seesaw, teeter totter, whatever. And uh, and Superman's son is kind of being a little bit of a douche, right? He's <laughs> uh,
1: a little bit, yeah. He's uh he's holding down on the teeter totter, and he won't let uh little little Bruce down until uh. <laughs> Brucey admits that his father's cut more
0: crooks than uh than uh than Bruce Wayne Sr. So how did this happen? Here this this story is titled The Sons of Batman and Superman. You know, I gotta
1: I gotta I gotta say something that's not even the weirdest thing on the cover or the most outrageous thing on the cover. I think the most outrageous thing on the cover is the bottom extra. The editors present the greatest green arrow story. I've read a lot of Green Arrow
0: stories. I don't think the, the the backup in this one's the greatest, but we're not going to get into that. I don't. Yeah, if you want to know more about that, you just have to see that for yourself because we're not going to talk about the Green Arrow too much. But I don't know. Maybe it is. I, I didn't read that one. I didn't read the backup in this. So
1: I did. I've like I said, I've read pretty many Green Arrow stories. I want to consider that the finest.
0: So, this, uh, like I said, the story is called "The Sons of Batman and Superman." It's an imaginary story. Yes. Yes. Uh, we start. By looking at uh, the, this a splash page is is Bruce's son named Bruce Jr. Kind of looking at all of the adventures that his dad has gotten into. And then uh, we see also Cal el Jr. They're really creative with names, I think. Well, <laughs> well I, 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 So Clark Kent, we're, we're supposed to know that Clark Kent and Lois Lane are
1: married and they had a son. I think it's kind of weird that they named him <laughs> Jr. That's true. Someone's
0: going to catch on there. Someone's you gonna would think so. On.
1: Did you notice that uh, little Brucey has a glossy 8x10 photo of uh,
0: what I like to believe is Burt Ward hanging on his wall? Yeah, that looks like a photo, but I think it's actually a window with Robin just peering through into his bedroom. <laughs>
1: I never thought of that. That might be true.
0: So, <laughs> like a spark on Robin's face. <laughs> we cut back. How did this happen? How did they have kids? This is an imaginary future. And, uh, we cut to a scene of Bruce and and Clark getting married together. They got not to, not to each, each other, other yeah. it not, not, wasn't that progressive, but they're getting married at the same time, which I didn't I didn't think women would be into that, like getting d- double weddings. I don't know with your best friend. it Doesn't do seem... you notice
1: that uh, that neither Lois or Kathy Kane are wearing white?
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so yeah, Bruce is getting married to Kathy Kane, uh, Batwoman, and. Uh, and Clark is getting married to Lois Lane. It's just, that makes sense, right? Yeah, well, we, that, what
1: that does, yes. Neither
0: of them are wearing white, which is weird. But <laughs> m- maybe that makes sense also.
1: And the guy that's marrying them is also in a brown suit. So <laughs> I guess they're not being married in any kind of like a It's not a
0: very religious, religious ceremony. ceremony, no, 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 no. So as they they both say, I do, and they kiss at the same time. And, and Lois thinks it was worth giving up my career at the Daily Planet to marry Superman. Kathy, Kathy, Kathy thinks so.
1: It was a wise, wise to give up her career as Batwoman to marry a Batman.
0: So. Yeah, and this is back in the day when, when you got married and you were a woman. That that was it. Your career is over. Exactly. You cannot be Batwoman any longer. So, But is that really a career? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, they, they're, And then we see them walking out on the steps. They're thinking, oh, this is great. I'm married to Superman. I'm married to Batman. And they get in their cars. No reception, this, by when the way. They,
1: When they're saying that, they're, they're talking loud. there's are exclamation points after everything they said. And there's a big group behind them. <laughs> and, yeah, Bruce is so They're says, basically shouting that they're marrying <laughs> Batman and Superman.
0: Bruce says, we keep it down a little bit. We don't, you know, not everyone needs to know that. So they get off, no reception. They get off in their car. Uh, Kathy... Kane says, or I guess Kathy uh, Wayne, now. Wayne now, yeah, says, oh, we're, you know, we're going to go to our honeymoon where Bruce and I are getting on a jet. We're going to Paris, Monte Carlo, and uh, and then <laughs> Clark says, you know, don't worry, Lois. I've got an exciting honeymoon trip planned also. And then we got to a scene of them driving to Niagara Falls, and Lois is... Lois is disappointed, for sure.
1: She's, she's a little jealous of uh, Kathy and uh, Bruce's uh, finan- finances.
0: <laughs> so we, we see later... There's, a, there's not a lot of money in supermaning. No, there's it. not really. They're, we see later them sitting, looking out at the falls. It looks nice. It looks like they're on the Canadian side of the falls, which is, I don't know. I, don't know. I guess it's the better side. I don't know. That would be the better side.
1: I've seen Niagara Falls, but I, and I've seen it from the Canadian side. Yeah, me
0: too. Uh, So, you know, they're talking, Lois is just disappointed, why can't you dig up diamonds? We could be richer than the Waynes. And he says, I can't, I have to use my superpowers for good. Lois,
1: if she didn't end up being a reporter, I think she would have been a (laughs) supervillainess.
0: She's a gold digger, that's for sure. So then trouble's happening, there's a boat that's somehow being swept under the fall, so Superman leaps into action saves the boat and and he says you know lois maybe you're right maybe i could take us on a more elaborate honeymoon i don't he should have taken her to outer space or something that would have been cool exactly
1: There's- i mean batman can't do that
0: <laughs> she's like don't worry about it i'm married to superman it, that's pr- that's good enough for me um so <laughs> later they they go back we they're back from the honeymoon What
1: okay like- ca- ca- you see him getting dressed back in his clark and i'm assuming he's in the woods but it looks like he's in the jungle
0: yeah, I don't understand that. There's no jungles by Niagara Falls. It's not at all. So I don't understand that. <laughs> so after the honeymoon's over, they go back. Uh, they're, they're, they're going out to dinner. or They're going over to the Waynes' home for dinner. And uh, they, we see a scene of them eating in the mansion. It doesn't look that nice. It's just this regular-looking room.
1: It's like a dimly lit room. <laughs> <with a>
0: small <laughs> table. It's really weird. Uh, Kathy Everyone's is, real like like stiff. They don't <laughs> they don't look like they're friends. No, it, they, it it looks very awkward. When and Robin comes up and says, "Bruce, uh, Commissioner Gordon wants Batman and Robin fast." And I guess Superman wanted to get out of there because they said, oh, "I think I'll just come along. I don't I don't really care what it is." So we see them zooming away. Batman and Robin are in this jet, very inconspicuous. Superman's flying along. And and <laughs> Kathy and Kane.
1: They... She's basically <laughs> rubbing it in that she's allowed in the Batcave.
0: Oh, yeah. Also, Kathy Kane says. Uh, ever their since... dinner. Yeah, that, their whole dinner is just
1: rubbing it in. Because she, she goes, The Riviera was wonderful. I wish you were with us. Yeah. The, the... Lois responds, Oh, how sweet of you. <laughs>
0: uh, and Kathy Kane says, Ever since Bruce forbade me to continue my career as Batwoman, which that's a little harsh. He forbade is... her. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, and then Kathy came, like you said, she's like, at least, you know, I'm here in the Batcave, you must know what it's like about the, to be in the Fortress of Solitude with Superman, and then Lois is like, uh, oh, yeah, but she's, you know, she's thinking she's never actually been Superman. She's
1: ashamed of herself.
0: So we cut to to Batman, Robin, and Superman. This is really—they're breaking up this gang who's <laughs> the balloon bandits. These, these, yeah, the balloon bandits jumping in. They're they're parachuting or I guess ballooning. They're ballooning onto, in. They're like onto, human
1: hot air balloons.
0: It's onto buildings that they'll loot. It doesn't make their balloons have big skulls <laughs> and crossbones. It doesn't. It's not a very good team. I think this is the only time we ever see the balloon bandits, right? I might have to look that up, I don't know. I'd love to read more <laughs> Exploits of the Balloon Bandits. So we cut back to, there's marital problems for Lois and Clark already, because she's saying, well, we cut back later a scene of them in their home. Lois says to Clark, you know, Bruce tells Kathy about the Batcave, why won't you tell me where the Fortress of Solitude is? And Clark says, look, I can't tell you that, because if I do, and if anyone finds out, you're, you'll are you be in deadly peril so eh, that's a pretty good explanation i think he just wants his man cave <laughs> that's true his can you man... imagine what
1: it's like living with lois oh god it's unbearable
0: probably uh, he needs a fortress of solitude and <laughs> uh, three years later and oh it just says the years pass i thought it said three years pass which i thought was weird <laughs> okay never mind. <laughs> anyway uh, we cut later years later um and both superman and Batman have had sons, and like we knew from the title of this story, (laughs) Cal el Jr. and Bruce Jr., and they're both playing over at Wayne Manor, and Lois and Kathy are looking in. They're on the the seesaw, and I think we know where this is going.
1: Exactly. The boys are dressed like uh, Batman and Superman.
0: Yeah, they're dressed up, but, but then Kathy says so many young boys wear these costumes that it doesn't, no one, no one suspects anything. And it's also very common to name your kid Cal el Exactly. Yeah.
1: So. What, what I want to know is who gets the money from the sales of these suits if all these young boys are wearing
0: them? I, I, I think they're unauthorized,
1: unauthorized duplications. So it's got kind of, like, the, the, the Superman symbol's kind of, like, slightly altered, so it doesn't really fall <laughs> into the copyright?
0: I don't know. It's super. I think in the DC Universe, the Superman
1: symbol is public domain, so... What about the Batman one? I could see Bruce Wayne copywriting that.
0: Yeah, Bruce Wayne gets the money, and no one suspects anything, because they're friends, Bruce and Batman, right?
1: Well, and they think he's also a good businessman.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know. So we see Kal-El Jr. kind of uh, dicking around, being a jerk, pushing the, the uh, seesaw so that... Bruce Jr. can't get off. He said, "You, I won't let you down until you admit my dad has caught more crooks than you. And uh, Kathy's like, let him down. Come on, Cal. And then Superman and Batman show up. And Batman says, uh, you know, tell your super brat to stop picking on my boy. Which, geez, harsh.
1: I, th- I think, yeah, I think Batman and uh, Kathy were kind of... A little, a little too mean to they're Superman a little standoffish. and Lois. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. thought so too.
0: So then a fight breaks out between Kathy and Lois, saying, "You know, why don't you teach your kid better manners?" And, you know, blah. And then they're like, "Look, we gotta leave. Our kids can't see each other for a while." They, they, Kathy and and uh, and Bruce Junior leave, and Lois and Kal El Junior leave, and Batman and Superman are just standing there. I, would people think it's suspicious that Batman and Superman just showed up to this domestic dispute like this? Someone's going to catch on, right? You would
1: think so. You would
0: think so. And then Batman's like... We don't know
1: how smart the people in the DC Universe are. You know, just Not the very. Com- the not common
0: very. person. Batman's like, you know, Kathy's. she's going to calm down. Let's just not let the kids hang out for a while. Superman says, yes, hopefully this won't ruin our team-up, our friendship um and then superman suggests why don't we teach him a little bit about our careers so that they have a better understanding of what will happen when they grow up possibly and so we see the next day kent it it says he's indoctrinating his son for a future career he's showing him his case files at that were in a fortress of solitude and uh, so he could take his son to the fortress but not yeah, I know. He can't. He doesn't trust Lois. I wouldn't either, honestly. She's got a big mouth. Well, she's a reporter. Yeah, come on. That's she's gonna report. news. She's going to report where it's at. <laughs> so Kal-El's looking through the case files. He's seeing, oh, I, my dad has, you know... Uh, he never uses his superpowers hastily. He, he's always cautious. Like, for example, he was a planet and a monster had terrified a village, but it turns out it was just a baby monster... Um, and then also, this is my favorite one, he often performs his great feats anonymously, in the, as is in the case of the plumbing, uh, plunging satellite, and then Superman saying, this satellite probe is falling, but I'll push it back into orbit. I don't want to report this mistake because this mistake could ruin a fine scientist's career and you know what maybe it should ruin that scientist he's career. obviously not a good scientist he's screwing up so much this satellite's gonna plummet to earth and kill a bunch of people that's that scientist needs to kind of be reprimanded i think
1: did, did you notice that superman keeps his files in a filing cabinet in the background <laughs> in <of>
0: the panels? <laughs> that's, this is for four computers or anything How you know you have to keep them organized and so we see the same thing happening to Bruce Wayne Jr. He's looking into his father's exploits in, in the Batcave, in, in his files. He said, oh, I never realized that my dad trained so hard to perfect his skills. He was learning acrobatics. They had to work together. We see one case where there was a giant light bulb and Batman <laughs> comes swinging and wearing sunglasses saying, that's what you think, L- Lawman can't wear dark glasses too. Uh, I don't under... I mean, that was the flaw in their plan, (laughs) that people wouldn't be wearing sunglasses.
1: I think the flaw in their plan was that they thought people would be that amazed by a light bulb. (laughs) I
0: don't know. And then we see uh, Bruce Jr. looking... But the best cases were when my dad teamed up with Superman, as when they caught the crook called the Napoleon of Crime. And they called him the Napoleon of Crime because he was small. And that's just mean (laughs) to him. But he was pretty short. He looks shorter than, I mean, they show a picture of him here. He's, he's, he's waist high to Batman. Yeah, he's waist high. And he's thinking to himself, this is a flashback. He thinks, That's, I'll escape and revenge myself on Superman and Batman. And what a coincidence. We cut to a Midwestern prison. I, wonder what I, like, to think is. I like to think he's in Central City. <laughs> it could be. And he, you know, the other prisoners are making fun. The uh, Napoleon of Crime, his name is Nappy Clains. Is there he's he's thinking you know let the other prisoners laugh I have been secretly filing this one of these bars um, with a bottle cap which seems like it would take forever but it worked he filed the bar away and he was able to climb through the small hole because he was so he's so he's so small um, he, I he they, they just have this like pipe that, that just, leads from, from yeah, to, I didn't, outside the prison for like no reason. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It, it the who's designing the prisons in this <laughs> in wherever this midwestern city is, I don't know. So the uh, nappy Kleins thinks just as Napoleon returned from his exile in Elba, I'll return for vengeance. He sneaked. He's out of the prison now, and he thinks you know. His first thing he's got to take revenge on Superman and Batman, and he's gonna get them by. Spying on their friends, maybe taking advantage of that we cut to uh, the Wayne Manor. kal is there. He wants to apologize um, He wants to apologize and be friends with Bruce jr. Again kal jr. I should say is there not kal um but Kathy says no you you're not going to come back you're too mean why don't you go back home? walk she's going to make him walk all the way back, all the way back, home. back oh, to back to Metropolis that's pretty far that is i, I don't know how where is
1: I mean, I'd have to I, see I a map know. of. i I'd, I'd have to see a map of the U.S. DC universe.
0: You know, DC universe. Yeah, I really don't know. The it's it, it. She wants him to walk back. She says, "You know what? If if your mother and father don't like it, then they can lump it." Which geez, what does that I don't mean? know. I don't know what that means. I I don't know. But it. So uh, basically, she's cursing at this little boy. She's cussing at this little boy. Right. And then I I like how we see inside the house. Bruce Jr. sneaking thinking this quarrel between, um. My family and Superman's family, but this isn't a, this is just Kathy Kane being kind of a bitch, honestly. It's kind not of, a, yeah. Do
1: these it, kids own any other clothes than their father's?
0: <laughs> they're cousins? always wearing, yeah, that's true. The, those things must smell really bad, or else they have a lot of them. So, well, Bruce,
1: Bruce, he could have a lot of them because he's rich, but O. Jr. lives off the uh,
0: <laughs> the, the paltry sum of a reporter, yeah, that's true. Um, so, uh, Bruce Jr. thinks you know i've got to do something so he he slips out the door he catches up with callo junior they're in the woods he si- he says it's up to us to keep our father's partnership together I, he has an idea and then callo's like yeah, I, yeah you're right it would be it would be bad if they broke up because of Kathy kane being a bitch basically let's let's <laughs> and so they're walking off he's like we have to pretend to run away and then our families will get back together but uh Nappy Klein is spying on them from this tree looking very creepy and he thinks to himself, okay, these are kids of Superman's friends. He doesn't still make this connection that these are actually the real kids of Superman and Batman. He thinks, I'll get my revenge by taking these kids. Um, and that That's his plan. And that's the end of part one. And Yes, that's the end of part one. Part two, the junior super team... Um, the, we see Kal-El and Junior and Bruce Junior walking through the woods thinking we gotta bring our families back together Kal-El's got a walking stick yeah I don't know where he got that and they have backpacks too I don't know where they got any, either of those they said they, 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 we'll just they, <laughs> this plan doesn't make very much sense. We well,
1: you know Bruce Junior always has like a wad of cash so he probably, That's true. probably stopped yeah. at like a Walmart and bought all that stuff <laughs> uh,
0: so Bruce Junior says, we'll just disappear for a while. They'll miss each other. And then when they come back, they'll be so happy that they'll forget all about everything. Kal-El Jr. says, you know, my dad has super vision. He can find us quickly, so we're going to have to think that through. Uh, meanwhile, we see Nappy Kleins, the Napoleon of crime, watching them. He's thinking, you know, I, I can get these kids to talk. I, I could figure out Superman and Batman's secret identities because they're the kids of Superman and Batman's friends. He still doesn't realize... <laughs> Any anything. Kal-El is a weird name, I guess. So he, he approaches these kids and he goes, hey, kids, what have you lost? What are your names? And they're a little kind of cautious at first, and they're like, who are you? Because it's weird. He's in the woods wearing this entirely red suit. <laughs> he says, I'm Dr. Blaine, a scientist. <laughs> How about you come to my research laboratory? It's underground. Shielded with lead. Um, <laughs> and it's really weird. This is like, a good idea. Yeah, they're like, oh, let's talk this over. So they kind of huddle off, and the next panel is them talking it over. But Nappy Klein is looking really creepy in the background there. He's say. the creepiest villain in comic book history,
1: <laughs> Nappy Klein.
0: So the kids say, I think he knows we're Runaways. He, you know, but then Callow Junior says, well. We don't have to tell him anything, and he's got a lead-shielded lab, and my dad's x-ray vision can't see through that, so we should go with him. Uh, always a bad idea. If there's any kids listening, I know we have some kids listening, if you're in the woods running away to hatch a plan to get two families back together with your friend, don't go with someone who says he's a scientist, because he's probably not. So Especially that's... if he's just wandering around in the woods. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. So they do go with him though, and and we see he's got this weird cutout in this mountain. He goes, "Here we are. Here's my lab." And it's how in... would have
1: co- how much do you think it would have cost Nappy to build a lead laboratory in the in a, in a mountain?
0: A lot, probably a lot. So the, and the odds of it being near Bruce Wayne's mansion. <laughs> I know. I don't know. It. He's got money. He's a Napoleon of crime. So he takes him back inside. He's. He's showing them his experiments. He's dropping knives on them, and they're freaking out. But they're not really knives; they're made out of tin. And giant he's like, balloons. "Yeah, giant balloons that look like giant lead balls." He's like, "They're just a reaction test. It's funny." Uh, how about uh, you kids look tired? Maybe you should take a nap. I have a room. This is for getting you. worse. That's when it gets weird. But they're like, "Okay, we'll take a nap." So they're on these cots sleeping, and um, Napoleon gets out his sleeper. Or a sleep prober, which, um... It's Inception, basically. (laughs) (laughs) The sleep prober, he said, will make him... It can repeat a question until people answer it in their sleep, so he's repeating the question, do you know who Superman and Batman are? And they say they're our fathers, and he says, oh, okay, now I can plan... I can hatch a trap for them. I'll just use these kids to get to Superman and Batman... Um, but first then he ties kal up in some, in some kryptonite, uh, kryptonite web. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Bruce wakes up later. He goes, where's Kal? This is weird. What? Uh, he also still doesn't, no one's questioning that they're sleeping in this strange man's underground cot. I mean, it's, so he goes in search of him and he's think he's walking around the halls of the lab and he's like, this guy is really into Napoleon. He has these statues, these paintings, and then he's like, Oh my god, this guy is the Napoleon of Crime. He's Nappy Klein. He finally puts it together. And he's like, What have we done? He finally sees Catal tied up, uh, in the web of kryptonite. Nappy Klein jumps him, he's like, Alright, Batman Jr., he's got a he's got a knife on him. I don't know why he he says, Alright, it's, it's time we're about the same size, because remember Nappy Klein is pretty small. He says, We need to uh, change clothes. That's of his getting plan. weirder it's getting weirder yeah and then we don't see them changing clothes we thank cut god them. They, they have their clothes changed he he ties bruce up to the wall he puts them in these padlock things and they're trapped um meanwhile get back in the back cave batman and robin get back from a mission and katie or kathy klein tells bruce uh cal jr is missing Bruce Jr. is missing. We gotta find them, and I'm gonna go with you. So she, I guess, against probably they had a big fight about that. Probably they we don't see that though. So she dresses up as, as a Batwoman. They they race out in the Batmobile. I love the classic Batmobile here too. It just looks like a regular car. This is my favorite <laughs> one. Um, and then meanwhile we see Clark Kent racing out because Lois said, you know. Uh, our kids are missing, and Lois like, is like, I'm a reporter. I'm pretty good at finding people, so I'm going to go too. Me and Jimmy Olsen are going to be on this search. So we see Batman searching. They're in this... They, I don't know why... He's I just lifting se- up houses. Yeah, Superman's lifting up houses. It doesn't make sense. Batman, Robin, and Batwoman are searching um it looks these, like the fabric district like the tailoring district of gotham city
1: they're in a fabric house basically. yeah
0: they, they're searching these warehouses they're like oh the silk thieves we've hunted for for a long time are here let's just take care of them and so they fight them it doesn't i don't know they're not concerned about their kids yeah at all. yeah the wayne family doesn't really care they've got money to buy a new kid <laughs> So the only person who actually is searching is Jimmy, who is flying a helicopter, it seems like, and Lois, who's searching, he says, oh, I think I see one of our boys down there in the woods. Flash back an hour, and the boys are still trapped. Um, Kal-El Jr. is hanging, he's hanging in the spider web of kryptonite, Uh, one of the knives that... Nappy Kleins was dropping on them is hanging above him and and Bruce jr. Thinks of this plan. He's like if I can kick my shoe to press a button that knife will fall and it'll hopefully tear the kryptonite and it's a it, It's a stupid plan, but it worked. He kicks a shoe presses a button. It's probably 20 feet away um, Very lucky. <laughs> he's a good. He's good at kicking. So the knife drops it cuts some of the kryptonite enough for um, Kal-El jr. To use his uh heat vision heat vision yes to to melt away the padlocks and uh, bruce junior takes the padlocks off he's able to cut callo free callo says i'm still weak um, i can help you in a little bit but bruce junior says i'm going to go search the hideout and he this is also weird he's later he sees uh, the Napoleon of Crime, what is his name? The uh, uh, Nappy, Nappy Klein. Yeah, he sees Nappy Klein's putting on makeup to disguise himself to look like Bruce Jr. And then Nappy Klein says, you know, he's calling out all his people. He's saying, come to the base. I'm going to finish Superman. I want everyone to see. It. That's a big problem. Don't say that. Don't, don't boast about it before you did, because this is not going to end well. I would just say that. it won't. It's not going to end well for Nappy. So he leaves. He's got a plan. And then um, and, and Bruce Jr. sees him leave. He goes, oh, his plan is he's going to lure, disguise as me, lure our fathers here into a trap. Uh, so he's thinking, what do I do? And later, this is weird. He He's looking in the mirror, Bruce Jr., and he's putting on makeup. He's like, I'm just going to disguise myself to look like Nappy Klein. He says... I've often watched my dad use disguise makeup, and I know how to apply. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's that's right. Bruce was wearing disguise makeup. That's what it was. That's Meaning what he, he was <laughs> dressing up as a woman. And, yeah. And that's going out on exactly what it was. So then Lois says, "Hey, I." We cut back to the scene. Lois says, "Hey, I see one of my boys down there, but it's really Nappy Klein dressed up as Bruce Junior." Uh, He says, oh, oh my guys are going to be here soon. They're going to see me take over Superman and uh, beat down Superman and Batman, defeat them. But all his boys show up as henchmen. They're quicker than Batman and Superman. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Uh, They're there. They say. um, And then at that time, this is a little confusing. Bruce Jr. runs out. uh, Keep in mind, he's dressed as Nappy Klein. He says, there's Batman's son. Get him now. And all the henchmen go, "Okay, there he is. But really, it's actually nappy Kleins dressed up uh, so the henchmen start beating up on this kid which who they think is a kid and just in, before they can figure out what's going on callow jr comes out he beats down all the crooks uh superman and batman and a Bat little Boy. later they
1: show up superman and Batman. yeah that's
0: true a little yes so the crooks are all disheveled their hats are gone they're on the ground um superman and batman show up uh Callow Jr. and Bruce Jr. are taking care of the business. They're arresting nappy Kleins And the and then the end in the end we see the kids get back together. The families are happy again. Uh Lois is like, it just takes two kids to realize how foolish we were. Uh Kathy Klein says, it'll never happen again. We'll always be friends. And then there's a blurb saying, readers, would you like to see another story featuring Junior Superman and Batman? Uh, The readers responded, and I can tell you that the readers wanted more because just a few issues later, you got more. Exactly. And that's the end. Everything worked out. That's the end. And, there, and there's an ad for
1: uh, uh, Brave and the Bold Presents Supergirl and Wonder Woman team-up. I would have liked to have read that. We
0: maybe. could maybe read that later. Who knows? We'll, we might have to. reading all kinds of stuff. Uh,
1: so did, that- you read, did you read any of the uh, Cape and Cow comments? The letter no. section? I no, I
0: didn't. Did you either?
1: A little bit. A little bit. But since we haven't read any of these past ones, it doesn't really matter.
0: Yeah, it's, it won't make much sense to us. So that was it. World's Finest, number 154. It was a good issue. I mean, you yeah. got introduced to this imaginary world of um, Bruce Jr. and kal Jr. It was a funny little story, I guess. It was good.
1: Yeah, it was, it was enjoyable. We learned that uh, Lois is uh, very jealous of everyone, and uh,
0: <laughs> Kathy is a royal pain in the ass. That's true, and that won't change in the next next time these these two kids show up, either. And
1: Dick Grayson doesn't get any older. He's, like, the same age as... <laughs> From looking at the pi- couple pictures of Robin, he looks, he appears to be the exact same age as, uh, as the boys.
0: Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense.
1: So he doesn't get any older for some reason. All
0: right, thanks, everyone, for listening. Leave us a review on iTunes. We got some good reviews now. If you want to leave a bad review, that's fine. We don't care.
1: Any review will be nice.
0: Yeah, just anything. We, we're... we're, we're... We don't care. Uh, send us an email at steveandandy at gmail.com. You can tell us your feelings. You can ask for relationship advice, uh, marital advice. Um, they, they
1: can write an imaginary story of the junior Superman and Batman. Yeah, or, what,
0: what would you, if you had a kid... Would you let it be friends with kal Jr. Jr.? I don't know. I, I don't know if I would. He seems still like a little bit of a brat. And it gets worse I mean, in the next story. Actually. Do you think
1: if Barry Allen and Iris Allen had a son, do you think they'd let him wear a Flash costume everywhere? Probably not. It just wouldn't be right now. And would his name be Barry Jr.?
0: <laughs> yeah, it might have been. I don't know. I think his name would have been Ira Jr. <laughs> Uh, you can also call us if you want at 724-565-3768, uh, leave a voicemail, and we, we will play it. We will respond. No matter what you leave, we will play it. Should, I, I shouldn't have said that, but we, oh, we will, will listen. We will listen to all of them. And send, yeah. Visit blog. Yeah, visit the blog steveandandy.blogspot.com. We're, we're, we post stuff there every once in a while. It's yeah. fun to go to.
1: We might have to. We might have to put up some panels from the from the issues.
0: Yeah, we'll probably do that. Um, there's some good ones in here, so yeah, yeah we'll do that. And, and we should start a Facebook page relatively
1: soon. So keep your eye out on that.
0: Keep yeah, that. keep your I eyes we'll peeled. Yeah, we will do that. We will do that. Uh, all right, Andy, it was good talking to you. Yeah, it was great. Thanks, everyone, for listening again, and we will see you next week.